I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are discussing the levels of health for type six. But first, today's rosebud and thorn. My rose is kind of also a thorn. It's like a bittersweet. And it's that I actually realized I have one more week of sabbatical. I thought this week was my last week, but I remembered that I actually moved it up because I took, I didn't take the first week of June off. So, um, fun surprise. And also, um, I'm a little antsy to get back to work, but at the same time I, I need, I could use one more week of rest. So one more weird week in podcast land next week, and then we'll be back to our regular schedule soon. Also my thorn today, you might hear in my voice, which is that I believe I have a sinus infection right now. So I would love for my voice to sound normal, but if it sounds off, that's because I'm a little congested. And my bud is that I am going to make the most of sabbatical next week and just really unplug for 90% of the time. As many of you know, I've been off of social media. My amazing assistant has been running everything over there. And I have been off of almost everything. And I really just want to take it even further and analog as much as possible for the last week and really just not be looking at screens as much. You know, I will still record the podcast that I need to record next week, but otherwise I'm going to try and just be off grid kind of. Um, So I'm really looking forward to that. Now I do have a bit of a preface to share before we do any of these level of the health episodes. And that's if you haven't already listened to the type six breakdown episode and you're new to the Enneagram, you may want to check that out before joining for this one. It's going to offer you the context needed for this conversation. The same goes for the introduction to levels of health episode that went live on Monday, May 24th. It's also going to lay a foundation for this episode that will make it easier to understand and honestly build on the knowledge that you gain there. Now, in each of these levels of health episodes, we're going to discuss the varying levels of health for each Enneagram type. So from the lowest level all the way up to the highest, and we will end the episode with a call to action. As we know, the Enneagram is a map and it works best when paired with method. So these levels will give you an introduction to what growth looks like for you, but it doesn't tell you how to get there. And finally, this is all based on the work by Riso and Hudson. So if you want to go deeper and get your information straight from the source, you may want to check out their book, The Wisdom of the Enneagram. All right, let's get into the type six levels of health. The interesting thing about levels of health is that because the Enneagram is what we thought we had to be our whole lives, what looks healthy for us actually could look like the opposite of what we thought it should be. So as you hear your types levels from really from like average to healthy, because unhealthy is pretty hard to argue with, but in those average to healthy phases, you may think that it feels like the opposite of growth. But when we think of health from the Enneagram perspective, it's about releasing the need to earn your place owning that you are worthy as you are, and embracing all nine perspectives. And according to Riso and Hudson, it's about how close you can get to being in the present moment. So for type sixes, you spent a large portion of their life focused on being prepared, finding an authority figure of which you can trust so that you can stay safe and supported. Your growth path can challenge you to take more risks and push yourself out of your comfort zone. Now, let's first dialogue around the lower level of health, starting with level nine, 
which is pathological destructiveness. And then we're talking like full on like dark levels here, right? Like this is like past the point of like normal unhealth um, through level seven to the level of violation. So at level nine, type six is fear punishment and want to avoid it at all costs. At this level, they become self-destructive and even could be suicidal. They may be overcome with alcoholism, drug overdose, and um, suicide as a way to escape that fear of punishment. At this level, we may draw relationships to passive-aggressive and paranoid personality disorders. Now, at level eight, six is fear that, th- that others will destroy the remnants of safety that they have left. They may lean into conspiracy theories, entertain paranoid fantasies, and believe that people are out to get them. Their paranoia at this level causes them to act out, which brings about the situations that they fear. At level seven, sixes fear that they have caused their own loss of security, causing them to trust themselves less, and they see themselves as unreliable and defenseless, causing them to seek out an authority figure or a belief system to hold on to. At this level, they can be divisive and disparaging of others as a way to maintain their place in the group. Today's podcast is brought to you by Osea. I actually was really excited that I had an OCA ad this week because I went and got a facial last week and my esthetician said, oh, like what skincare products do you use? And I told her about my skincare regime and I was like, oh, I'm using OCA products right now. And she just went to town. She was like, oh, that's great. Here, I, she like knew all the products, loved every product, and, and was just talking about how when you're taking good care of your skin, um, and you know how just that just as important taking care of your skin is when you think about you know what you're eating and how you treat your body. But then we put all of these crazy things onto our skin, and and she was just talking about how Osea is so clean and so safe. And it's just a really great product. And I was like, there's not a better recommendation than that, right? Like you're getting a facial. Normally, I feel like estheticians try are like telling you what products that they want you to buy. And she was like, oh, you are good. You are using Osea. You are good to go. And I think that is like the testament right there. Uh, and here's, if you don't know about Osea, Osea creates skin and body care products powered by the sea. So they've made clean, safe skincare products since 1996. They're vegan and cruelty-free. They're responsibly sourced, plant-derived ingredients, good for your skin and for the planet. Female-founded and family-operated by a mother and daughter team, Osea's Andaria Algae Body Oil instantly moisturizes and replenishes dry skin, leaving every inch silky smooth. Skin is super soft and glowing with Andaria Algae, Acai Pulp, and Babasu Seed Oil. Osea soaks hand-harvested Andaria Algae in barrels of oil for up to six months. The result is liquid gold, a rich, luxurious, never greasy body oil, fragrant with sunny citrus and top notes of sweet passion fruit. And as I've told you before, I put this stuff all over my skin, but then I also love to put it on just the ends of my hair. Not only does it make my hair not frizzy, but it smells so good all day long. You can try Osea risk-free for 30 days risk-free, and get free shipping on orders over $50. They even send you free samples with every order. So risk-free, free shipping, and fun goodies. I think this is going to be a good buy for you. 
You get 10% off your first order with my promo code egram at oseamalibu.com. That's 10% off code with code egram at oseamalibu, O-S-E-A-M-A-L-I-B-U.com. Thank you, Osea, for supporting the podcast and for making my esthetician think I'm really cool. All right, now we get into the average levels of health. So this is where most of us start when we find the Enneagram, somewhere between levels four through six, level six being the level of overcompensation and four being the level of imbalance and social role. So at level six, sixes compensate for insecurity by blaming other people for their problems, pushing away people who aren't in their inner circle or even those who may be different from them. They fear losing support of those they're aligned with and don't trust themselves, so they seek out causes for this anxiety, dividing people into categories, either friends or enemies. Now, at level five, sixes resist having more demands made on them and react passive-aggressively. At this level, they are negative, reactive, and unpredictable. They want to resist new demands without losing the support of those they feel supported by. And at level four, sixes fear loss of independence, but also crave more support. So they dedicate their time and energy to people and organizations that they believe will support them while feeling kind of weird about it out of fear that they're overcommitting. As they seek to gain their footing, they seek understanding of expectation, rules, and authority. At this level, they are still constantly vigilant, anticipating the need to be prepared and for things to go wrong. And now we get into the higher levels of health for our type Sixes. This is where we get to as we continue our work an inch closer to presence. And that's levels three through one. Level three being the level of social value and one being the level of liberation. At level three, sixes dedicate themselves to systems and individuals that they believe in. They're community-minded, reliable, trustworthy, and hardworking. They bring a cooperative spirit to any project they participate in and pay attention to the details and the needed preparation for new ideas. At level two, sixes are appealing, affectionate, and persuasive. They bond well with others and build trusted networks to support themselves, allowing them to form permanent relationships and alliances. Finally, at level one, sixes learn to trust themselves and others. They're independent while staying connected to their community. They release the idea that they must rely on someone or something outside of themselves for support, and they discover their own inner guidance. Through this, they achieve the safety and security they are seeking, allowing them to be more grounded, courageous, and positive. Now, for our call to action for type six, I want to encourage you to take an intuitive drive. What this means is you get in your car, you get to the end of your driveway, and you ask yourself, do I want to turn left or right? And then you do it. And then you get to the next road and you say, do I want to turn left or right? And then you pick the one you want to go to. And there's no right place that you're driving to. There's no wrong way to do this. The entire purpose of the drive is simply to just listen to yourself and your impulses without any plan in mind. The reason this is important is because you can practice trusting yourself in the small things, this little drive that doesn't really matter, so that you can hear the voice in the big things, so that when you have to make a larger decision, you are already tuned in to the part of you that knows the most what you want and need. If you don't have a car, obviously you can take an intuitive walk or something along those lines, whatever works for you. Just tap into that voice in the times where nothing too big is on the line. And today's food for thought is from Robert Tu. If you're going to trust one person, 
let it be yourself. As always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you, and I will see you tomorrow for another episode.